Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the queue. Welcome to Queen City Biker Church. We're glad to have you with us this morning. We are so excited and are just so grateful to be standing before you uh, just to do what we do, and that's bring you the word of God uh, and just enjoy how we do it. Man, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ wants you to continue to just bless us, God. Continue to bless the families of our loved ones that have lost uh, their loved ones. Continue to just be with them during this difficult time. God, continue to be with all those bikers. We always just simply say it as simple as we can. Just be with all the bikers traveling over the highway this weekend. Continue to be with uh, 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 the Empire. Continue to be with Bricks and his cousin, uh, Jesus. They just do the four corners. Continue to just uh, guide them. They've been hitting a lot of rain yesterday. Give them an opportunity to have a break so that they can vision and see and enjoy this here journey. Continue to lift up Queen City Biker Church, God, as we just call out your name, the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the utmost high name of Jesus, the name of Jesus that's glorified and lifts up, the name of Jesus that wipes away our tears, the name of Jesus that makes us cry, that makes us smile, the name of Jesus that just guides us down a righteous path. And for this, Jesus Christ, we want to say amen, amen, amen. Well, man, I tell you, I had a great sermon already laid out. You know, we ex, ex, expository in the book of Acts, and I woke up this morning, and, you know, I was sitting on the, the, the throne, the king's throne, and a, a vision and a word and a knock on my head came to me to say, talk about something different. So that's what we fin to do. Uh, but before we get started, I truly want to say if God lays it on your heart, and we truly, truly ask you to uh, bless us, to allow us to be the church that you support, allow us to be the church that you uh, 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 give to, allow us to be the church that you believe in, to help us do the things for our community. Uh, go to our cash app, QCBCCLT, or just key in Queen City Biker Church. We truly, truly would love it and appreciate it because we have a lot of things on the books, on the table that we want to present and bring to you. But just like any other church, we need your help. And we truly are asking you to help us uh, to accomplish the mission that God has laid and the board has laid before us so that we can uh, be a blessing to our community and continue to support the podcast, the Q Talk. Uh, that's where every Sunday morning uh, we actually record live to the podcast and live to you guys so you can hear it. Uh, go back and listen to it. Uh, continue to grow from it. We want to come to you in ways, you know, we're not a big mega church, but we can use mega church tools to bring a blessing to you. Uh, continually put on your calendar, continually mark on your calendar, continue to write down on your calendar, make notes on your calendar that now is January the 2nd on January the, not <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. On today is July the 2nd. On, Ju <laughs> on July the 30th, we are having our first biker Sunday. That's also going to be our grand opening. Uh, we, we steadily working hard uh, to get the building ready. We're taking pictures and everything that we can do to look at it uh, so that you can be comfortable, that you can have a place to call home. And we truly want to raise the bar for you to call a place home. Also, that weekend on July the 30th, you get to relax, you get the fellowship, you get to love and hug. Then the next weekend, you get to shake a leg. 
get to shake a, a, a feather and you get to celebrate and fellowship with Palmetto Flock uh, August the 8th through the 4th. Uh, listen, listen now. We having some fun. But those of you who got bowling teams or those of you who like to bowl, our meet and greet's going to be at a bowling alley. I mean, huge parking lot. Uh, uh, they have plenty of bowling lanes. They have a restaurant. They have a bar. I mean, we're really just rolling out the red carpet for you. Uh, so we want as many teams as we can. We want to own the bowling alley is what I'm trying to say. Palmetto Flock, Rare Breed wants to own the bowling alley. We want to shut it down. Uh, but we need you and your teams, your clubs, your social clubs to come on out and have a good time, uh, to fellowship, to chill, to laugh, to make fun at each other. But we need you to come on out and get it in, enjoy it, then, then, then continue to just chill and stay because sad that we just going to shut Columbia down the way Breed does. But we need you to mark your calendars, put it on your calendars for July the 30th to come fellowship with Queen City Biker Church for our Biker Sunday, our inaugural day, our first opening day in the building that we're in. Uh, so get ready for all of that. But today, 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 uh, let me say how I always say this. Y'all know we're a Biker Church, right? Y'all know when I say y'all know we're a biker church, we finna be what that says. We are simply a biker church. We finna get personal. We finna open up the doors uh, to a lot of different things. Then when we say that, so we know we're going to hurt my feelings, your feelings, and everybody else's feelings, but we hope we can grow and love on it. Today, we're talking about trust. Today, let's talk about trust. I'm going to go ahead and give you the three scriptures. And I almost just did not want to use no scriptures. I almost just wanted to talk. I wanted to just pull up a chair and just hold a conversation and just talk. But then I realized in ordinary for me to talk as a church, I got to kind of have some scriptures to back up where my conversation is going. So we're going to be in 1 Corinthians 4 and 2. 1 Corinthians 4 and 2. Proverbs uh, 11 and 13, Proverbs 11 and 13, and Psalms 5 and 9. That's Psalms 5 and 9, Proverbs 11 and 13, and 1 Corinthians 4 and 2. 4 and 2. Those are our three scriptures. I'm saying them now because I'm hoping to repeat them again, but I'm kind of going to be just talking because when this came to me, I was looking, you know, and I know a lot of uh, deacons and ministers and preachers understand the way I'm going. I, when I ended last week, I ended where I knew I was going to be excited this week. I was going to be excited. Matter of fact, I'm probably just going to delete that and start all over because I was excited to go where the scriptures was going to take us. And then this hit me. And it hit me early, early this morning, and I wasn't prepared and ready for it because I was super duper excited for the book of Acts chapter 17. But we got to go there. Because let the truth be told us, we're talking about trust. Let's just be honest. I mean, I did not join a club to not trust my brothers or my sisters. I didn't do that. I mean, I didn't join a club to not trust you, to not believe. Look, I know we, it's going to be different characters and personalities, but the one place 
And the one group of people I should be able to trust is the very people that wear my patch. But let the truth be told, can we get real deep and personal? Club hurt and church hurt is the same thing. You hear a lot of people talk about church hurt. And I hear, look, I've been through church hurt. And, I, and I, I've left church because I ain't been church as long as some of y'all. But I know what that church hurt feels like. And a lot of us get that church hurt. We don't ever go back to church. We don't ever listen to church. We don't even listen to Kurt Franklin or nobody. We don't listen to Israel Horton. We just so mad at church, we just walk away from church. Club hurt can be the same way. The thing about club hurt is a lot of us, we really love this lifestyle so much. We really love this passion so much. Unlike church hurt, when club hurt hurt us, we will try to go to another club, but we go there with that same hurt, that same pain. We don't take time out to relieve ourselves. So a lot of times now we're the reason and we're the problem that club hurt is hurting other people. But more than other people, we're beating up, we're badgering, we're just taking the life out of our own self because we haven't uh, 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 walked away or given up the club hurt from the old club. But I learned. And studying and looking and listening and, and talking to people and just looking at the situations that I've been in, club hurt and church hurt, they really equal each other. Matter of fact, let the truth be told for those of you who don't know, the history of motorcycling really comes from the history of the church. The design and makeup of how we are is really the design and makeup of the church. So now you see why so much of what we say and do, so much how much how we conduct each other. Guess who votes for a pastor, a church? Guess who votes for a president, a club? Guess who votes for its members? Guess who votes for the decision that we do on our finances, the church? Guess who also votes for that, your club? So much of who the makeup of who we are and what we do in this community is also most similar to the makeup of what a church is. But can I say this here for you so-called biker pastors? The motorcycle said ain't your church. Y'all need to understand that. And I had to teach myself that. This ain't your church. That's why motorcycle ministries ain't even considered part of the MC community. When you look at the lineup of who we are, because you know you got your OMCs, you got your one percenters, you got your property us, you got your male MCs, then you got your female MCs, then you got your COVID, then you got your social club, then you got the motorcycle association. Let the truth be told, MM is not even on that list. We're not even recognized on both the urban and the black side. Most of y'all already know this, so I'm just saying it. It's, it's not a secret, it's the truth. We're not even recognized. You know why? Because this ain't your church. And a lot of y'all don't know how to come out here and just fellowship and be friendly because you so holy roly. You're, you're fake at your church and you're fake out here. And a lot of y'all, you're so fake at your church, you come out here. But we bring the same pain and hurt from MCSC to church. We don't believe in each other. We don't love each other. We stabbed each other in the back. We lying to each other. We crooking each other. We stealing from each other. The pastor stealing from the church and, and, and members are stealing from the It's the same thing. But guess what? Because I'm going to ask a question in a little bit. 
And that question goes for both and all of us. But as we look at, let's look at 1 Corinthians 4 and 2. 1 Corinthians 4 and 2. I read out of God's words translation, so my, my translation will be a little bit different than y'all. For those of you who highly roll, holy rollers, I'm sorry. I'm going to change some things a little bit. I'm going to read the scripture first like I always do. Then I'm going to add it my way. God's word, 1 Corinthians 4 and 2, simply just says, managers are required to be trustworthy. Managers are, retry, are required to be trustworthy. 1 Corinthians 4 and 2 simply just says, managers are required to be trustworthy. Now, we're a biker church, right? We are a biker church. We are the Q of Charlotte. We are Queen City Biker Church. So I'm going to eliminate the word managers because I've already prayed on it. I've already talked to God. And I'm going to say members are required to be trustworthy. Can I repeat that? Members, members, members. Good Lord, do I have to stream it out loud? Can my microphone get a little louder? Members are required to be trustworthy. I'm going to say it again. 1 Corinthians 4 and 2. Managers, biker style, members are required to be trustworthy. Can I ask you a question? Because I got that written down. <laughs> I'm just looking at it. Question. Can trust be taught? Can we be taught to be trustworthy? Yes. But you have to be willing to look in the mirror and say, I'm the flog here. I'm the one that's the problem here. Because think about what trustworthy is. Because let the truth be told, before most of us joined the church, before most of us joined the club, when I say club, I mean MC, SC, AC, BC, DC, TC, EC. I don't care how you sum it up. When I say club, that's what I'm talking about. Before most of us joined that, we was birthed into a family. You know, mom, dad, uncle, brother, sister, auntie, grandma, granddad, however you want to sum it up, first cousin, second cousin, third cousin, fourth cousin. We was birthed into a family. A lot of us, let's be real, are birthed into families that have trust issues. A lot of us is birthed into families who simply just don't speak to each other. A lot of us is birthed into families who don't say anything to each other. A lot of us is birthed into families that we really want to kill or hang or do harm to our family member. So, yes, sometimes we have trust issues long before we join a church and a club. So, yes, now you're in a situation where people requiring things from you, where people are just asking you to be a certain way, and you don't know how to be it. So my question can trust be taught? Can you teach a person how to learn to trust? Yes. How do you do that? Deal with the pain that they came from. You got to. Or they have to. However you want to sum it up, you got to look at the pain that's already in them. I don't know what that looks like for everybody, but you got to dig deep into that. Because what did I just say at the beginning? You got to look into mirror and understand that I may be the problem. That's the hardest thing to do is to say I am the problem. But I'm here to tell you, you are the problem. So when you say to self, 
I'm the problem. When you say to self, I struggle with this. When you say to self, I have issues in this area. When you say that to self, then self can learn to grow itself. When you put water on you, you can grow. When you shine a light on you, you can grow. When you pat yourself on the back, you can grow. When you clap for yourself, you can grow. When you praise yourself, you can grow. When you do all those things for you and you and you, you can grow. So, yes, sometimes you got to be taught how to trust because your situation will never let you trust anybody. And that's just the truth. It's just a simple way. So members are required, 1 Corinthians 4 and 2, members are required to be trustworthy. Managers are required to be trustworthy. 1 Corinthians 4 and 2, presidents are required to be trustworthy. Vice presidents are required to be trustworthy. Sergeant of Arms is required to be trustworthy. Treasurers, especially treasurers, is required to be trustworthy. Secretaries is required to be trustworthy. Road captains are required to be trustworthy. Road lieutenants are required to be trustworthy. Chaplains are required to be trustworthy. Members are required to be trustworthy. No ands and some buts. We got to move on. Did y'all get that? In Proverbs 11 and 13. 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 I'm going to repeat that because y'all need to hear that. Proverbs 11 and 13 simply just says, whoever gossips gives away secrets. But whoever is trustworthy in spirit can keep a secret. Whoever gossips gives away secrets. But whoever is trustworthy in spirit can keep a secret. Whoever gossips gives away secrets. But whoever is trustworthy in spirit can keep a secret. Whoever gossips gives away secrets. But whoever is trustworthy in spirit can keep a secret. Oh, man. Wow. Really? Really? I really wanted to say I'm talking to the men right now. But we got to keep it real. We talking to everybody that wears a patch. Even if you're a non-patch member, if you hanging around the MC set, then you part of it. Whenever you gossip, that means you're giving away secrets whether you want to or not. Because, see, you want to know the truth. I don't really look at some things as gossip. I look at some things as some people just like to be in the know. Some people just like to feel like they know everything. So to feel like they know everything, they talk about stuff that they shouldn't talk about because it makes them feel good. If I'm talking to you, maybe you ask me a question. Maybe that answer I'm giving to you is not for the public, but because the answer that you, the question you ask gives you an edge over somebody else to make you now in your little inner circle because I'm not there. It makes you feel good by showing up and you can talk about certain things because now people are, oh man, that person really knows a lot. Oh man, some things just ain't for everybody. You got to learn to just keep your mouth shut. Can I say it? Shut up. Shut up. Shut the up. Really shut up. Stop. 
Stop yourself in the middle of your sentence. You know you talking too much club business. You know you talking too much chapter business. You know you talking too much nation business. Shut up. Be quiet. Because I got to ask. I got to say this. Can you keep a secret? I mean, really, it's just that simple. It's really just that simple. You have to keep club business a secret. You have to keep that a secret. Listen, you have to keep your club brothers and club sisters' life secret. If they trust you, then you must hold that trust tighter than glue. Nothing if they if 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 if, if they come to you with something, and sometimes they don't have to say this is for me and your ears only. You already know that. Really. They don't have to tell you everything is in private. They don't have to tell you everything is in secret. So they, don't, they don't have to tell you that because when they say to you, hey, man, can I talk to you for a minute? Hey, sis, can I talk to you for a minute? When they call you, hey, bro, can I talk to you for a minute? When they call you, hey, sis, can I talk to you for a minute? Right then and there, you should already know that spark that's on that spark plug, you know, the crank up, should already tell you I need to shut up. I need to really, if anything, I need to forget this conversation. Your natural human instinct should say to you, this is a moment of, for me to be quiet. This is a moment for me to not say nothing. This is a moment for me to be silenced. This is a moment for me to just hold on to this. This is that moment. Because whatever they finna talk to you about, it may be that child that's in school that's just all over the place. And it may not be that private that's happening, but to them it's hurtful. So they just want to get it off their chest. And they just want to say it. They just want to open up and own it. They just want to talk about it. For just a moment, you are the counselor. You are the psychiatrist. And all you really have to do is say it and forget it. Listen and forget it. Understand it and forget it. Hear it and forget it. It's not for everybody. And listen, I got to say this. Listen, I got to say this. Please hear me. Don't use it against them. When they in the club meeting and they say, well, I'm not going to be able to make the next man, though. Don't you stream my life. When you going to get that child together? Come on. Do you know how that makes them feel? Do you know the pain that that runs through them? Club hurt equals church hurt. They're the same. Hurt is hurt at the end of the day. Pain is pain. And we got to stop it. And how do we do that? We talk about it. We open up about it. We bring it out front. We say, hey, hey, look, guys. You know, we need, I don't know what that looks like for everybody. Hey, man, we need to talk about this. Because everything in this club, believe me, everything and we have in this meeting is only for the people in this meeting. If they ain't in this meeting, they don't ever need to know. Even if they a member and that member didn't make it to the meeting, it's that member's job to call the secretary. It's that member's job to call the president and find out what the minutes is. Because the minutes eventually is going to be released. But until then, when they call you and say, hey, what happened in the meeting? Hey, call prayers. Hey, call the secretary. They will inform you. They will update you. 
They will give you what they need to give you. We got to learn to do that. Can we be taught to be trusted? Psalms 5 and 9. Psalms 5. I'm about to give me a little drink of water on this one. God's word translation in Psalms 5 and 9 simply says in God's words translation in Psalms 5 and 9 says nothing in their mouths is truthful. Destructions comes from their hearts. Their throats are open graves. They're flatter with their tongues. In other words, you are a bold-faced liar. You so busy just talking, you think everything coming out your mouth because you got a big old ego sounds good. You think that everything that you say, and I know a lot of men are like this, but a lot of women like this too, especially those of us who got a little education, a couple of degrees, done been sergeant majors and first sergeant. I get that. We done led people to death and we done brought them home to their families because we've been in that foxhole. We've been in that dark place. We have been, uh, 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 we've been transported. We've been moved. We've been deported seven or eight times and we done made it home each time. I get that. But listen to me, nothing in their mouths is truthful. Destructions come from their heart. In other words, what they're saying, some of y'all want to be president so bad you'll do anything to anybody to get there. So everything coming out your mouth is just a flat out, bold faced nothing. Their throats are open to the grave, which means they're closer to just simply just dying of a lie than anything. Some people have been living a lie so long they don't even know the truth. They have no idea what the truth is anymore. And I love watching how people go through this here. You tried so hard to disrupt a foundation that was there before you because you thought you were so much better or you knew so much or you felt like I can run this better than they could. You did everything to destroy that other person just to watch them grow. Ooh, that got to hurt. It ain't nothing flattering coming out of your mouth because some of y'all, especially guys, you really just girls with a tutu on. You just got a beard. You really just a woman with a dress on. You just got a beard. There's nothing manly about you. The first time you've ever hung around a guy or been doing guy things is when you put a vest on. Your whole life, you didn't have no buddies. You didn't have no friends. You didn't play stickball. You didn't play football. You didn't play baseball. You didn't play tackle without the equipment on. You didn't hang out with nobody because nobody liked at you because they saw you with somebody that was not a man to them. So now you put this vest on. You change your name and your ego on that grew the character and personality that you are so you think somebody owe you something we don't we don't and you got to love church and you got to love the bike world because they equal each other because the thing about this here is you're going to have your moment for a little while 
pastors who really don't know how to love on people, they're going to have their moment for a little while because you knew. A new club with a new president, you're going to have your moment for a little while because you knew. So, of course, of course, the attention is going to flock to you. But guess what? You so weak, you so immature, and you've never been able to have that because you've never done God stuff. You ain't going to be able to handle it anyway. So you're going to fall by the wayside. And you're going to be walking around with that stupid little smile on your face. And then you're wondering why people don't like you. And now because social media is so popular, you're going to start a YouTube show. Everybody got a YouTube show. And you're going to be five years in and still got 20 views. It's you. But, but can I say this? Trust is really more passionate. Trust is really more deeper. Trust is really more ownership than most of us know. Trust honestly is deeper and rooted than us than we know. Because rather I go to a church or rather I join an MC, but we're a biker church, so I'm specifically talking to the biker community, whether it's the MC, SC, AC, BC, DC, EC, OC, whatever kind of C you want to put behind it. That's what I'm talking to because I got to say this here. If I trust you, I trust you not to lie or stab me in the back. I trust you not to be lying on me. I trust you. Look, everything I do ain't going to look like you. But if you part of the same organization, everybody got a voice. Your voice equals this voice. The voices don't outweigh each other because we should all have one mission and purpose. Whether we come in north, whether we come in south, east or west, we all trying to go straight down the highway. And that should look the same. That's the end result that should look the same. If I'm wearing your patch, I trust you not to lie and stab me in the back. You got an issue with me, you come to me. You got a problem with me, you come to me. You don't like something I do or say, you come to me. I trust you. Maybe not to like me. And I say this a lot. I trust you, maybe not to like me, but you definitely got to love me as your brother or your sister. You might not like everything I do, but you got to love me. You might call me a fool and stupid and dumb, but you got to love on me. You're not going to get along with everybody in your organization. Please understand that you're not going to get along with everybody at the church. You're going to have a problem with Sister Sally. You're going to have a problem with Deacon Junebug. You're going to have a problem with the pastor. You're going to have a problem with that minister that's been there for five years and he ain't even an assistant pastor or an elder yet. You're going to have problems with your president. You're going to have problems with your secretary. You're going to have problems with your role captain. Yes, you are. But that don't mean that you are not allowed to love me. You must. You have to. It's in law. It's in order. It's in stone. I just put it there. You have to love me as your brother and sister until y'all vote to put me out. I trust you to pick me up when I am down. Not to dig my grave deeper. I trust you when I talk to you and I'm having a moment to, to, and I'm feeling low and I'm going through some things. I trust you 
to pick me up when I am down, not to dig that grave deeper, not to continue to put dirt over my wounds, to put dirt over my hurt, to put dirt over my pain. That's what churches do more than anything. They take your hurt and pain and they keep pouring dirt on it. And that's where church hurt come from. But club hurt is just as equal as church hurt. I trust you with my family, my wife, my husband, my kids. They don't belong to you. But I trust you to care for them. I trust you to be there for them. I trust you to respect them, but they don't belong to you. But I trust you with them because I'm part of this church. I'm part of this club. I'm part of this sisterhood. I'm part of this brotherhood. So I trust you with them. I trust. We will look out for each other on this highway. I trust it. You ain't bitter, but you see a car coming into my lane and we on pack talking. You let the car run me over. I trust you to, 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 to see me doing something stupid on the highway. I trust you to come to me and say, hey, bro, this ain't the time to be doing no willies and doing no burnout. We trying to be safe right now. There's a place and time for that. That's the open parking lot. We got a thousand miles to pound out today, a thousand miles to pound out tomorrow. We going to make it home safe. It's not time for that clowning around right now. I trust you to come to me because these motorcycles make us feel egoish. They make us feel like we invincible and we can do it. I trust you to put me in my place. I trust you to help me grow. To motivate me to be better. We all fall down. But I trust you to help me grow. As your brother or sister, I want you to know I believe, trust and believe, I am here for you all day, every day. That's going to look different for everybody. But you need to know as your brother or sister, you need to trust and believe no matter what. I am here for you. I am there for you. I am all around you. I am going to get on your nerves. I need you to understand. I may forget to call you sometime, but don't charge it to my heart. Charge it to my business in my head. Charge it to sometime I got things going on. I know you going through something, but understand sometime I may be going something through Two, so if I forget to call you, that's not the opportunity for you to, to, to attack me or to down me or to, to uh, 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 belittle me or you to bring things up. That's the time to just understand I got a life too. That's all. I got a life too. And I forget just like others forget. I get hurt just like others get hurt. I got issues and problems on my job just like everybody else. I have a downfall. Sometimes I don't talk to everybody when my emotions is high. Sometimes I don't want everybody to know what everything is going through, but I'm going through something. And just because I'm not saying anything and you may be going something through don't mean I don't love you. It just means my mind is preoccupied. And we must, and we have to, and we need to love one another. We got to love one another. We got to trust and believe in one another. Because listen, 
When I joined this United States Army back then, they had the commercial, you know, the little cartoon character. They called him Uncle Sam. They said, Uncle Sam wants you. And he had his finger pointed. Uncle Sam wanted me. and I, But Uncle Sam didn't knock on my door with a gun at my head and say, join this man's army. I did that on my own. Most of you joined the club on your own. You felt a lot of y'all didn't even have a motorcycle. You was at TGIF Friday. You saw these brothers and sisters rolling to the parking lot, and you thought, man, they look good. Man, they look cool. You went to the bathroom, and that sister was in there, and you looked at her vest, and you looked at her boots and her jeans, and she was dressed nice, and you thought, man, sis, you riding your own motorcycle, man, bro. What do you ride? And the conversation from washing your hands in the bathroom ended up with you going to Indian or Harley Davidson or Honda or Suzuki or Yamaha, buying a motorcycle, and now you got a new family. Don't divorce that family. I know. I get it. Sometimes the pain is so deep that church hurt and MC hurt is so personal. You got to walk away. Walk away with your head up high. Walk away with a smile. Walk away knowing that you can laugh. Walk away not caring what them idiots did to you for you to walk away with because they can't stop your flow. The devil can't stop you unless you give the devil power. Sometimes you're going to be so hurt you got to leave. But when you go to that new church, don't you talk about that, Pastor? When you go to your new church, don't you talk about that deacon? When you go to your new church, don't you talk about that praise and worship leader? When you go to your new club, don't you talk about your old president? When you go to your new club, don't you talk about your old secretary? When you go to your new club, don't you talk about the road captain was dumb and stupid? That ain't nobody's business. You left that club, you leave all that business with that club. You left that club, you leave everything that happened in that club. Just let your old club see your smile bright and what it ever would. Make them feel jealous and insecure because they seeing what they thought they can take from you. They couldn't take from you. Because now you're in a better trusting situation. Now you're in a better fellowshipping situation. Now you're in a better loving situation. Now you're in a better situation where they're picking you up, not putting you down. They're lifting you up, not digging a hole. They're honoring you and they're praising you. And you get to laugh at yourself as you laugh at them. Sometimes you just got to look in the mirror and say, I can do better. You own it to yourself. To be the person that we can trust. You own it to the person that we can believe in. You own it to the person that we can call upon. You own it to yourself. I don't know what that looks like. Man, I love you, Lord Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you for allowing us to stand before you on this day. Thank you for allowing us to speak your word on this day, God. Thank you for allowing us to preach your word, God. Continue to just bless Queen City Biker Church. Continue to bless me. Continue to just bless us as we move forward and do what you ask us to do, God. As we get ready to make a rumble, as we get ready to make a noise, God, just allow this noise to be an earthquake. Not to divide us, but to bring us together. Let us shake till we vibrate closer together. And for this, Jesus Christ, we honor your name. We lift up your name. We hold on to your name. We guide through your name. We follow in your name. Thank you, Jesus Christ. On this day, we simply want to say amen, amen, and amen.